and welcome back to the Bug in a Rug podcast. As always, my name's Caitlin. As usual, I'm Whitney. And not today, but on June 20th, do you know what we celebrated? What did we celebrate? We celebrated West Virginia Day. Was that on the 20th? Yes. I shared a post of that said... Tonight is like the eve of West Virginia Day. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to live, leave out Mountain Dew and pepperoni rolls for the Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> so West Virginia became a state on June 20th, 1863. We left Virginia for good. By the way, if we have listeners that don't know where we're from, <laughs> we are from West Virginia. Anyway, yeah, West Virginia and Virginia are not the same thing. If you're from Virginia, you can fight me. <laughs> You'd probably win. <laughs> Hold on, give us a moment. Winnie decided to eat a whole half a square of a graham cracker, and so she wants to say something but can't because her mouth is too full. Do you remember when I didn't know what the don't tread on me flag was from, and I just thought it was Virginia? <laughs> you know, you said that, and I know we talked about it, and honestly, I can't remember. <laughs> what it's from um the marine the marines the army it's the military the mona lisa (laughs) (laughs) les miserables this pinta and the santa marina (laughs) i don't think that's real what are those boats from (laughs) are those the boats that the pilgrims came over on it's the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. What did I say? The Mina, the Pinta, and the Santa Menina. <laughs> Marina. You said Santa Marina. Close enough. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Anyway. I'm glad that our listeners don't go down when our IQ goes down. I mean, maybe if we talked smarter, we'd get more. IQ? Or listeners? <laughs> Well, clearly, if we're from West Virginia, as we've now told them, they'll understand. No, I've told you the story before, but for listeners who haven't told the story, Lindsay and I were running, who is from the same county as us. We went to high school together mm-hmm. on the cross-country team in college. It was just us, and we're running on the bike trail. And this guy on a bike, like, is coming up on our left. So we're, we don't get, like, one in front of the other. We kind of squish together, because it's mm-hmm. a decent-sized bike trail. Like, we're fine. And he comes up, and then he kind of slows down, and he goes, oh, do you guys run for, like, a school around here? And we're like, oh, yeah, like, we run for Wheeling Jesuit, um, the college. We, we were really close to it, so we're like, yeah, mm-hmm. the college right there. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know some professors who teach there. Like, I'm friends with them. He's like, so where are you guys from? Like, um, do you run cross-country track? You know, just being friendly or whatever. And we're and like, yeah. And then you were kidnapped. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but, but... We were like, oh, um, yeah, we run cross-country and track. We're, like, longer-distance people. And then I was like, actually, that's kind of funny. Like, we're both from Preston County, West Virginia. Like, we're both from the same area. And um, he goes, oh, Preston County, really? Yeah, I know where that is. And we're like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, I didn't think people from Preston County could afford shoes. And I, like, think it was a joke, but neither Lindsay and I, like, neither of us laughed. And so we were like, cool, bud. And then he was like, 
got the awkward vibe, and then he's like, see you guys later. I'm uncomfortable. And then, when I went to go tour colleges, I know you know this one, I went to this one to stay overnight. I only stayed the night at two colleges because I didn't do great on the college searching end because I'm very, you know, lazy. Anyway, whatever. Um, it's because you knew you were going to come. Yeah, exactly. Where I was. Exactly. So, <laughs> so like, the other place I stayed at, I was staying with this one girl, but then we, like, went to dinner for the whole team, but there was, like, a diner on campus, so mm-hmm. it was just, like, on campus. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And this school was in Ohio, Mm-hmm. So most of them were from Ohio. They all came, and this one girl that was on the team goes, "Oh, where are you from?" And I was like, "Oh, well, I'm from West Virginia." Because there was a, like a couple other recruits, and they were from Ohio. I'm pretty sure. And she's like, "Oh, West Virginia. Like, doesn't isn't there like incest there?" And I was like, "I mean, personally, like, I don't involve myself in that." <laughs> I led a. I led a group who came down from Michigan on a retreat one time. I did this too. And one of the boys asked me, he's like, oh, in West Virginia, I hear that you guys, like, hunt and eat ferrets. Uh, No, I had a pet ferret. I would never. Ferrets are, wild ferrets are only, like... (laughs) In like the Midwest, I think. Been like, oh, I looked do you it mean up. Muskrats. I looked it up, and I was like, <laughs> like no. He said something else too, but I was just like, well, the guy in charge that put us, like we were the leaders, but the guy like in charge of the trip made them watch all this stuff about mining because a lot mm-hmm. of it was like how mining's kind of bad, and so he was like, yeah, ask Genesis, who's from California, and me if we have any questions about like mining and I was like and they did they were like so we watched this video about like how all the kids in this one county like go to mine and I was like they're like is it like that where you're from and I'm like actually like most people like farm and have livestock I was like I don't know what to tell you which isn't totally true we had a lot of people that that ended up mining yeah but I'm saying like compared to what they saw they were like everybody in the high school it goes to mine I'm like no. no. <laughs> it's like, no. You get out of school and you go straight to the mine. Right? That's what they thought. And I was like, no, that's not how it is. I'm so sorry. Anyway, I'm just sorry for those long stories. I may or may not keep them all in, but we're just breaking down West Virginia stereotypes <laughs> as we go. West Virginia is a great state. Beautiful. Wild and wonderful. Wild and wonderful. Beautiful state. Um, lots of cryptids. We do have a lot of cryptids. There's a we've, lot of cryptids. We've talked about the Snallygaster before. Yes, we have. Which isn't... In the Wampus Cat, but the Wampus Cat's kind of more Appalachian. So, Snallygaster. Area. Yeah. Okay, well, these are, like, specifically West Virginia. <gasps> I ha- I saw one that I really... Besides the Mothman. It's not the Mothman. But I saw one that I really hope you do. And if you don't, I do want to talk about it at the end. So, do remind me. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm only talking about one, but there is a whole slew of monsters out there, cryptids. So the Wombus Cat and the Snallygaster, obviously, we've already talked about them. Go Mm -hmm. listen to our previous episodes. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Other mysterious beings I've been seeing throughout the state are the Mothman, Mm -hmm. the Flatwoods Monster, uh, a creature called the Yahoo, 
Yahoo! <laughs> the Grafton Monster, Snarly Yowls, Sheep Squatch, Thunderbirds, Apple Devils, the Agua, and Appalachian Black Panthers. The Agua is the one that you read I a- saw. Isn't it like the two-headed turtle? Yes. That is said to live yes. in the Monongahela yes. River. Yes, yes, yes. Or Monongahela, Monongahela County, Monongahela River. I, I have no idea. Don't at me, Mom History and, and geography is my downfall. <laughs> Which is funny since Dad yes. is like social studies. Yes. Is his thing. Right. Right. Well, while these entities may stalk the forest of this wonderful state, there's one in particular that I am going to talk about that may have actually come from outer space. <gasps> Wait, what? Yeah. No. Yes. I'm going to be talking about the Flatwoods monster. I. There's I, a Dairy Queen there, right? I'm, be, <laughs> I'm so angry now. <laughs> I'm so mad. I'm so there's just fury. It's just building inside of me and rage. Whitney, we used to drive through flat. So give some context. We used to drive through Flatwoods to get to um, Whitney's apartment at one point where she lived to go to medical school. Flatwoods. Well, we did it a lot before that too for sports. Right, right, right. But more recently, I think that's like when we've done it, and this is when this happened. And we were driving either to or from. And I and, did this like every other every other week-ish yeah. for a while. Right. And we were going to stop in Flatwoods because it's just a, it's basically a midway point. And we could get gas there and mm-hmm. some snacks. Bathroom and, break, gas, yes, snacks. something neat. And dad was like, guys, like there's a Dairy Queen in Flatwoods. Like, let's go get Dairy Queen. And if you don't understand the glory and splendor of a chicken strip basket with gravy from Dairy Queen. Yeah. Then you haven't lived. These Dairy Queens out here that only serve ice cream, I'm sorry, get the hell out of here. What's the point? Go home. What's the point? Go home. (laughs) Anyway, we were so excited for this Dairy Queen, and my dad's like, yeah, it's right off the exit. I know where it is. And we're like, Dairy Queen, Dairy Queen. And we pull off the exit. There's no Dairy Queen. There's never been a Dairy Queen in Flatwoods. There's never been There's a Dairy, never Queen, been a Dairy Queen in Flatwoods. We were so disappointed. I, I don't even think we got any food. I think we are just like, drive on. And if we run out of gas, we run out of gas. We'll walk back. I think we got gas. And we peed. <laughs> and then we were just like, forget it. Forget it. We don't want any food. But, but the problem with that event is that, in my mind, what I remembered of it, was the sentence there's dairy there's queen. a dairy queen in flatwoods <laughs> yeah and and therefore every time i drive by i'd be like i could stop here and get dairy queen yeah and then i would stop and there wouldn't be a dairy queen right and right. i'm like you're just disappointed all over again every really single time yeah i get it i now, get it now i've moved on to a point where i don't have to drive by there anymore so it's not a problem but also i have really grounded the thought in my head that there's not a Dairy Queen, but it is funny to text when I stop to get gas, to text whoever in the family group chat and say, hey, I'm stopping in Flatwoods, gonna get (laughs) Dairy Dairy Queen. Queen, (laughs) Because I don't even think he feels bad about it, is the real problem that I have. No, no, he definitely does. Man, now I really want a Dairy Queen blizzard. We should have gotten a blizzard to celebrate West Virginia Day, but we didn't. Anyway. Yeah, because blizzards are how you celebrate West Virginia. Anyway. Anyway. The Flatwoods Monster. I digress. Monster. I digress. Now, when I picture, I know that I'm wrong. 
But when I picture the Flatwoods monster, for some reason, I always picture, like, this swamp being. No. I know, because I've recently seen a picture no. of it and was like, huh, that's what they look like. Do you remember the, the show The Proud Family? Mm-hmm. Do you remember? This is the only thing I really... I remember two things about that show. One, Al Roker was, like, the bad guy. I didn't know Al, Al Roker was, was a real a person. Was a real person. <laughs> the second one, I remember this scene, like, vividly, where the dad... And the grandma are, like, in an argument, and she's like, he's so skinny, you can't even see him when he turns sideways. And he, like, turns sideways, and he's like, flat, flat, what's, okay, anyway. I didn't know how that was related at all. Flat. I get it now. Hey, now I get it. (laughs) Hey. Anyway, a little bit of background about Flatwoods. Yeah, please, because clearly I don't know what's going on with the Flatwoods monster if I think that he's... You said aliens and Flatwoods monster, yeah. I literally thought it was a swamp thing. No. Not even close. It, there's no swamp in the vicinity that I'm aware of. Mm, there's no Dairy Queen either. <laughs> <laughs> Flatwoods monster was lost trying to get to Dairy Queen. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> so Flatwoods is a town located in Braxton County, West Virginia, which is basically in the exact center of the state. If you look at a map, it's pretty much the exact center. So the town itself is located just a mile off of Interstate 79, thus a great place to get gas and snacks. Mm-hmm. So maps show the existence of Flatwoods as a town in 1873, or as far back as 1873. However, it was only first incorporated as an official town in 1902. Okay. So, I think it was there, but it got its name and was officially established in 1902. Sure. So, the town has a total square area of 0.66 square miles and only has 277 residents as of the 2010 census. Right. When I think of Flatwoods, to me, it's more of a place off the interstate where yeah. you can get food. Like a stop like, on the Like line. we keep saying. Right. Like, I don't know where you would turn or go to get to the town itself. Right. So, um, I was trying to look it up and see, like, well, you know, what is big and known about Flatwoods. Not a lot. So, the reason it is a town, or was established, I guess, was that it was pretty much the halfway point, the exact halfway point of the Baltimore and Ohio Railroad's Clarksburg-Richwood branch. Woof. So Baltimore and Ohio Railroad mm-hmm. Company, there was a Clarksburg Richwood branch. Okay, and this was the halfway point of that branch. Sure. So okay. I think it was a. It became like a stopping point or mm-hmm. a, you know, the halfway point for trains. Sure. So that is kind of why it was a thing. Um, the only major event that kind of got it nationally recognized occurred on September 12th, 1952, and that was when the Flatwoods monster came to town. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, on that particular night, at approximately 7.15 p.m. 76 trombones led the big parade. (laughs) (laughs) What would you say? 76 trombones led the the big parade. Wait, is that the same movie as a... And a capital P, and that rhymes with... No. And a capital T that has a P and that stands for fool. Stands, stands for, for fool. fool. The music man, yes. 
and the Wells Fargo reacting is a coming down the street. I hope that is coming for me. I don't we know. Should watch that. Right. I don't. I don't remember a lot about it. I remember too much about it. <laughs> if I'm being honest. Yeah, I think but, I I get it and uh, the one where she learns how to speak properly. My fair lady. I get them confused. Because her uncle, right? The crazy drunk uncle. Yeah. I don't, listen, I don't know. Take me to the church. Yeah, (laughs) take me to the church. It's her dad. That's right. Okay. No, the reason that I said that is because you said he came to town. And we were talking about the train. So in my mind, he came to town with a briefcase. Right, 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 right. No, I got you. Where, I I don't remember what the song is on the train. Um, They're talking bad about him. Yeah. Talking shit. They are. Um... I'll think of it. Yep. Go ahead. So, on September 12th, September 12th, 1952, at approximately 7.15 p.m., Edward May, who was 13, and Fred May, who was 12, were hanging out with their friend Tommy Heyer, who was 10 at the time. Little babies. Yes. Yes. So, they were outside just, you know, playing playing around, um, and they witnessed a bright object cross the sky and land in a field belonging to a local farmer named G. Bailey Fisher. So the boys raced to Edward and Fred's home to tell their mother, Kathleen May, what they had seen. Mm-hmm. So Kathleen took the three boys to go tell Fisher what they had seen because I would assume that they're thinking his field's going to catch on fire. Right. So, mm-hmm. it's a giant glowing red ball in the sky. So, if it lands, fire, whatever. So, on the way to go see G. Bailey Fisher, they ran into Neil Nunley, who was 14, Ronnie Shaver, who was 10, who were local children, mm-hmm. um, and a West Virginia National Guardsman named Eugene Lemon, who was 17. So, everybody's fairly young at this point in time. Except Kathleen. So. Hey. Yeah. Don't question her age. Are you calling her old? I I couldn't even find how old she was, so I don't even know. <laughs> Watch your tongue. <laughs> so they they, I think they were walking down the road and then just ran into these mm-hmm. two local kids in um, okay. Eugene and hey, were we're like, going to Fisher's farm, right? Or like there was a fire. Like come on, come on. Mm-hmm. And so they all kind of like raced their way to his farm. So they told him what happened, and so Fisher led the group. Um, towards where the bright light was thought to have touched down. So this was approximately a one-fourth mile trek over a hill from his house. Both ways. Up yeah, both uphill. Ways. And it snowed. Too few snow. <laughs> there were no buses. There were no buses. <laughs> no cars. <laughs> no, not even a bicycle. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> so before they reached the site, a neighbor's dog who was named Ricky, according to some accounts, ran ahead of them only to return moments later with its tail tucked between its legs. Curious as to what could have spooked the dog, the group crested the hill hastily. So they were met with a large pulsating, quote, ball of fire, unquote, that was about 50 feet away from them. Surrounding the ball of fire was a mist that made their noses burn and eyes water. The members of the party swept their flashlights over the area and spotted two small lights to the left of the object. So Lemon stated, this is the National Guardsman, Mm -hmm. he stated that the lights revealed a, quote, tall, man-like figure with a round, red face surrounded by a pointed, hood-like shape. 
The creature was reported to have emitted a shrill hissing noise and projected an oil-like substance towards them before gliding at the group, changing directions, and then moving back towards the red light. So this obviously freaked him out. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of little kids involved here. And Kathleen's children are there, so I'm sure she's freaking out. Mm -hmm. And they basically all fled in panic. They just left. So Kathleen May immediately contacted the sheriff and a news reporter when she reached her home. Yeah, that's the order I do things in, too. Hey, I said sheriff first. (laughs) (laughs) So Gray Barker of Fate Magazine went out to conduct several interviews as well as returning to the location of the incident with G. Bailey Fisher shortly after they ran away. So the sheriff and his deputies also went to search the scene, but none of them found anything. Like, the reporter, Fisher, the police, nobody found anything. So the only hint of something strange going on... <laughs> I literally read this. The only hint of something strange going on in the neighborhood... Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters! So, the only thing there was a, quote, sickening, burnt, metallic odor still prevailing. So the, the smell, smell was there, was there but, but the they didn't see anything else. Not from the reports that they said. Interesting. So, apparently, some of the children had, were kind of sick afterwards, Mm -hmm. and they were saying it was from the smell, Mm -hmm. um, the mist, or whatever it was. Um, They didn't feel good. So, the publisher of the Braxton County Democrat, named Lee Stewart Jr., returned to the scene the next morning to search for new evidence. So... They found two tracks in the mud and traces of a thick black liquid, which would course could have corresponded to the oil-like substance. Right. Um, that was that was basically all I found. So a few days later, the U.S. Air Force, the U.S. Air Force issued orders for the National Guard to conduct its own investigation, but they apparently came up empty-handed as well. Through all of this. There was a description that was put together from the witnesses. So between the sheriff and the um, newspaper workers, they kind of came to a consensus of what the party had seen that night. Okay. So the Flatwoods monster is thought to stand nearly 10 feet tall and 4 feet wide. Most of them reported that the creature had a black or green metallic or like robotic-like suit for a body instead of an organic being. The suit had thick vertical pipes running from the waist down. It had a large hood framing its face that was in the shape of an ace of spades and was the color red. It had two glowing green-orange eyes the size of half dollars. And some of them said that the entity had no arms, while others said that it did have arms, but they were very small and toy-like and Hmm. projected kind of out in front. Kind of like a T-Rex. Kind of like a T-Rex. Interesting. So I actually have one of the articles that was written shortly after this event. So this was published on September 15th. So a short time after a meteorite or something blazed across this town last Friday and seemed to land nearby, an evil-smelling green-bodied monster 12 feet tall with bulging eyes and clawy hands sent seven young citizens running for their lives. A. Lee Stewart, who with his father publishes the Braxton County Democrat, saw 
mysterious traces of whatever it was, and here is his story. Quote, it was about 7.15 p.m. when this meteorite or something was supposed to have been seen that I wandered down the street and the people told me about having seen it. Then, a little while later, this call comes in from Flatwoods, a town about five miles away. Miss Kathleen May and six boys had gone up to the hill where this thing was supposed to have landed and they could see flashes of light, flash, 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 three or four times coming from the top of the hill. As they kind of eased around a little bend in the road, there in the shadows they saw a pair of eyes. There was a peculiar odor, a very sickening, hot, stuffy smelling odor. The oldest boy, he's 17, threw a flashlight on it. All the rest of them saw it too. The boy fell over backwards and all the people took to their heels and came running back to town. They said it was about 11 or 12 feet high and had a shiny metallic kind of face and protruding eyes. Its body was green. It had outstretched hands, sort of clawy looking hands. When they all got back to town, they gave the boy a dose or two of smelling salts and called the police. Of course, said Mr. Stewart, the state police weren't in, but next morning the sheriff and some other people went up and naturally I went along to investigate. I took my camera with me. Atop the rugged, tangled hill, there was no trace of a meteorite, but there was an area all trampled down, Mr. Stewart said. He said that he could still smell traces of the peculiar odor. There were two tracks. They looked like skid marks about a foot wide, a car length apart, and about 10 yards long, Mr. Stewart said. He said you couldn't get an auto up that hill, though. Mr. Stewart and the deputies took Gene Lemon, the 17-year-old, along with them. Quote, we had to coax him to go back, Mr. Stewart said. I had to keep my hand on his shoulder. He just shook and shook like he was scared to death. I know all these people, Mr. Stewart said, and I tried every way to tear his story down, but they all told me the same story and they all stuck to it. I've never seen people in more fright. I don't know what they saw, but they sure saw something on that hill. Of course, at twilight, you can see a lot of things. They could have seen an owl sitting up there in a tree and put a body under it. Unquote. Mm. So that was... Interesting. And that article was called The Monster of Braxton County. Around a bend, they saw a pair of bulging eyes. So the Flatwoods Monster is also called the Braxton County Monster because that happened in Braxton County. Right. Flatwoods is in Braxton County. So while the news reporters thought that the tracks and black liquid could be evidence of a flying saucer landing in the area, this new the guy from the Braxton County Democrat was like, it could have been, they saw something. I don't know what it was. Other people thought that it could have been a Chevrolet pickup that one of the locals drove. But again, he says in his story, there's no way you could get a truck up there. Yeah, you couldn't have gone up the hill. Right. So he believes them, but that doesn't mean everybody did. Right. So even if some were skeptical, other newspapers in the state reported the incident as well. Former news editor Holt Byrne stated, quote, newspaper stories were carried throughout the county, radio broadcasts were carried on large networks, and hundreds of phone calls were received from all parts of the country. So newspapers from in and out of West Virginia came to get this scoop, including one from Pittsburgh. That was probably a big deal. Well, yeah, Pittsburgh would have been a, a lot bigger of a city yeah. than probably just about anything in West Virginia at the right. time. right, right. So, not only newspapers, but UFO writers such as Gary Barker and Ivan T. Sanders also swarmed to the scene to investigate for themselves, and they wanted to um, 
interview everybody that was involved as well. So these, I mean, the kids are kids, and Kathleen May, um, they were interviewed several times by many different people. So there is an article from the Charleston Gazette. So this is, the, the title is Braxton County Residents Faint Become Ill After Run-In with Weird 10-Foot Monster. So this is what the article reads. Seven Braxton County residents Saturday reported seeing a 10-foot Frankenstein-like monster in the hills above Flatwoods. Mm. They said they saw the monster Friday night when they climbed a wooded hill to investigate reports that a flying saucer had landed. Miss Kathleen May said she and six boys, including a 17-year-old member of the National Guard, started to search for a bright object which her two small sons said they had seen come down. However, state police laughed the reports off as hysteria. They said the so-called monster had grown from 7 to 17 feet in 24 hours. The National Guard member, Gene Lemon, was leading the group when he said he saw what appeared to be a pair of bright eyes in a tree. At first, he thought it was a possum or a raccoon, but when he... Sh- Shown his flashlight on it, he said he saw a 10-foot monster with a blood-red face and a green body that seemed to glow. Miss May said Lemon let out a terrified scream and fell over backwards. She said the monster started towards them with a bounding motion. All of the party agreed that there was an overpowering smell that burned the nostrils and made them sick. Several of the party fainted and vomited for several hours after returning to town. A. Lee Stewart, co-publisher of the Braxton County Democrat, said he and several men armed with, oh, (laughs) I couldn't read that word, but it's shotguns. Oh, all right. (laughs) So he and several men armed with shotguns returned with Lemon about a half hour to an hour later and reported a sickening odor still present. He said there was also slight heat waves to the site. Quote, those people were the most scared people I've ever seen, Stewart said. People don't make up that kind of story that quickly. Both Miss May and Lemon described the thing as having the shape of a man, blood red face, bright green body, protruding eyes, and appeared to give off an eerie light. They said it had a black hood in the shape of an ace of spades behind it and wore what looked like a plated metallic shirt. Quote, it looked worse than Frankenstein, Miss May said. Hmm. So that was just another newspaper from West Virginia that... Picked up the story. Picked up the story, and it has a lot of the same characters in it. Right. A lot of people, um, well, I think because he works in the newspaper business, too, but they interviewed that, not the Lemon guy, but Lee Stewart, Mm -hmm. um, probably because they have connections to him a little bit. So, once news had broken out about the incident, other individuals came forward claiming to have similar experiences. So, they were the first people to report it, but they are not the... First ones to have supposedly seen this monster. Oh, okay. So a mother and her 21-year-old daughter claimed to have seen a being of similar description just a week prior. This encounter was so shocking to the duo that they were actually hospitalized for three weeks. I think the daughter was hospitalized for three weeks. So another individual living on a neighboring farm stated that her house violently shook and her radio cut out for about 45 minutes around the same time that the bright object would have been passing over her home. Mm -hmm. The director of the local board of education claimed to have seen a flying saucer around 6.30 a.m. on September 13th, so the next morning. Mm -hmm. And that's a fairly credible person in the area, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. 
I'm sure most would agree. Later on September 13th, a couple, George and Edith Snitowski, were driving through Frametown, West Virginia, which is only about 20 minutes from Flatwoods. So they were driving at dusk when their car stalled and they couldn't get it to start again. They began to smell a putrid sulfuric odor. And when they exited the car to see what was causing the smell, because I think they kind of thought it was the car, Mm -hmm. they came face to face with the entity similar to what was previously seen, except instead of the metallic and glowing eyes and ace of spades frame around the head, they saw what was a reptilian humanoid from the waist up. Hmm. So while this is thought to potentially be the same creature, just without its metallic exoskeleton, mm. this incident is known as the Frametown Monster. Oh, okay. So they, the Flatwoods, Braxton County are definitely the same thing. Right. Frametown one... Monster is kind of grouped in, but some people don't think it's the same thing. However, they saw the same from the waist down. So it's that greenish gray metallic with the pipes that run down the body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of up in the air on that one. So interesting enough, on September 15th, individuals claimed to have seen a similar UFO, but this time in Wheeling, West Virginia. Oh, no. Which is roughly three hours from Flatwoods and may or may not be where we are right now. So the next day on September 16th, the Wheeling Intelligencer actually reported the sighting. And I have the article from that. So this one's called Monster from Outer Space Arrives Here Via Saucer by Dent Williams. Quote, Bashful Billy, the monster from outer space in southern West Virginia, arrived in Wheeling by flying saucer yesterday and promptly set tongues wagging and telephones burning. Even the Wheeling police prepared to call out all space cadets. Telephones of the Wheeling Intelligencer and city police kept humming last night as anxious residents attempted to confirm the rumors, but in true Hollywood style, the monster apparently vanished without pausing to light a single cigarette, 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 with his fiery breath. One call to the Intelligencer office asked if it were true that the horribly burned body of a woman was found at Vineyard, Vineyard Hill and that a city policeman was burned mysteriously about the arm. Police Lieutenant John P. Murphy reported similar calls pertaining to an injured policeman, and in one instance was asked to send a patrolman to Vineyard... I think it's Vineyard. Vineyard Hill for guard duty. I think it is too, but I, like, can't say it. (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't know why I'm having trouble. (laughs) You're doing real. Both teams are trying very very hard. hard. You know what? You're the best looking guy in your team. You know? (laughs) Coming from you, that means a lot. (laughs) So the rest of the article basically says that they decided to send somebody out there to make people feel better, but... So was was there a policeman that was hurt? Is that no, true? No. And there's no burned body of a no. Okay. No. I'm just making sure. No. No, 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 no. Um, so Detective Howard Miller said, this is in the article a little bit later. I thought it was funny. Detective Howard Miller said last night, quote, the only green-eyed monster I ever heard of was a jealous woman. <laughs> oh, my God. Come at me, Howard Miller. Yeah, come at me. I don't turn Damn. green. <laughs> So similar sightings were actually then reported in nearby Ohio towns on September 17th. 
So if you're not familiar with the Wheeling area, it actually butts up right against Ohio. And Pennsylvania. So it's the northern panhandle of yeah. West Virginia. Mm-hmm. So you can go either way into right. either state or south into just down into West Virginia mm-hmm. further. So Ohio towns that were close to this area where people reported seeing similar sightings. And then the Fairmont Times, which is actually closer to, I don't know, Morgantown, I guess Mm -hmm. if people would know West Virginia, they actually released an article describing the monster that was moving throughout West Virginia. And they said it was a green-eyed 10-foot monster from another world that could breathe gas. So this was very popular throughout the state. Oh, yeah. What else did they have to talk about? <laughs> yeah. True, true. I mean, I'm not trying to be rude. We don't have a lot of alien stuff. Like, yeah. Like, West Virginia just doesn't have... When the Snallygaster happened, it was a huge mm-hmm. deal. It blew up everywhere. Yeah. Mothman's been a huge deal for forever. Like, that's right. just how it is. Well, and I was reading that during this time, like, during this year, mm-hmm. it like, UFOs were, were being reported... All the time. Everywhere? Like it was, like UFOs just were coming to visit Earth. Looking for Dairy Queen, apparently. You know what? That's why they didn't stay. <laughs> they that couldn't we find them. it. They couldn't find Dairy Queen. They couldn't so find like, them. What's the point? Why were we here? Right. So, there was a lot of UFO <gasps> reports. What? Unless they took the Dairy Queen oh. and did a Men in Black movie and erased it from our memories, but not quite. <gasps> I just want, listen, oh. the Men in Black thing could be true. That's my next paragraph. Shoot. So, <laughs> witnesses of these events were apparently, this is from sort some of them, so they were apparently visited by a group of men claiming to be working for the government. They interviewed the eyewitnesses extensively and took clothing. <laughs> they just took their... They took... <laughs> they took their bras. <laughs> they took... <laughs> All the brawls. <laughs> no, no, no. So when Kathleen... It was a panty raid. <laughs> it was a panty raid. But they worked for the government. <laughs> what a cover. Ma'am, I'm with the FBI. I'm going to need to see your panty drawer. <laughs> no. Here's my badge. I was trying not to go there, but then the only better piece of article I could think of was bras, and that's not much better. <laughs> it sounded bad. Hear me out. Let me Ma'am, explain. Ma'am, I'm going to need to see all of your lingerie. <laughs> Let me explain. When Kathleen May and the group of children... Wait, what year was this? 1952? So this was pre-Burn All the Bras era? (laughs) We were getting there. This is the beginning of the movement. Yeah, 1952. Sorry, I was looking for it, but... My papers couldn't find it. <laughs> Here come my papers. Right up them on you. <laughs> anyway, Kathleen May and the group, when they went and said that the creature projected an oil-like substance at them, mm. supposedly she got some on her clothes. Well, they took those clothes and then never gave them back to her. Well, they were ruined. They were like, we're, we're going to dry clean them. And then they're like, um, wash the tag. Say, did she say, quack, quack, clothes back? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't. And that's why they didn't give them back to her. <laughs> but also, they apparently mm. took metal that onlookers said that they had picked up from the scene of these crashes. Mm. Okay. Didn't get it back either. No, they didn't get that back either. 
Um, so unfortunately, a lot of newspapers started to claim, I mean, the, la- the wheeling one was kind of bad, but newspapers started to claim that the witnesses were just, quote, ignorant country folk. Come at me, Come bro. Come at me, bro. Come at mm. me. Come at me. You think I'm an ignorant country folk? <laughs> if you're going to call me folk, make sure you put country in front of it. If you're going to call me R2, you better put D2 after it. <laughs> so it kind of took like a downhill turn. And a lot of people think that this downhill turn was because of these the government and that these government agents were real and that it was like a big cover-up. Well, if you remember, when we talked about the Snallygaster, yeah, it was said that one of them flew over a vat of moonshine and fell in, which I understand is a little less believable, but they did say that after that, a group of men in suits showed up yeah, and took it, burned everything. Yeah. Just, just destroyed any evidence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's basically what they were saying was happening here. Mm-hmm. And then... What is interesting and what kind of plays into this um, government cover-up conspiracy is that Project Blue Book actually began shortly after this. So like I said, there were tons of UFO sightings Mm -hmm. leading up to this. But then shortly after this, the government created Project Blue Book, which was basically an investigation by the U.S. Air Force on UFOs. And it was created to, to determine if UFOs were a threat to national security mm-hmm. and to scientifically analyze UFO-related data. But a lot of this stuff, like Project Blue Book was basically closed, but there's recently been a shut, you know, it was supposed to be, not a lot of information came out, but there was a show that came out, I think on the History Channel, which I'll talk about later, that's literally... They opened up some of the files in Project Blue Book, and it goes, like, file through file through file. So, I haven't watched it, but I'm sure it's very interesting. Dad probably has watched it. I think that's similar to what he was talking about on the... Yes, and he had me watch... It's called Hangar 1. He told me it's Hangar 9. It's not. Hangar 1 is basically a deep dive into... um, Government intelligence. Yeah, government intelligence on UFOs. Mm -hmm. And this is what kind of led me into this, because... I was watching it, and the first episode is actually how presidents may or may not have known about aliens or met with aliens in secret and then covered it up, which plays into this Project Blue Book. But then I was like, well, I don't know, because one of the most famous ones is the Roswell incident, which is like a famous alien crashing Mm -hmm. president meets aliens. Which president? Government cover-up. Mm, not Roosevelt, maybe Truman. Reagan? Before. Washington. <laughs> Washington Adams, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe Adams, Jackson, Harrison, Tyler, Polk, Taylor, Fillmore, Pierce, Buchanan, Lincoln, Johnson, Grant, Hayes, Garfield, Arthur, Cleveland, Harrison, Cleveland, McKinley, Roosevelt, Taft, Wilson, Harding, Coolidge, Truman, Roosevelt, Truman, Eisenhower, Kennedy, Johnson, Nixon, Ford, Carter, Reagan, Bush, Clinton, Bush, Bush, Obama, Trump, Obama, 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 Trump, the presidents of our nation. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember which one was Roswell because it talks about Roosevelt. It talks about Truman, and then it talks about Eisenhower. 
Well, it talks about Clinton. Hmm. Was it? No, it talks about John F. Kennedy. I'm so sorry. I was like, what a jump. (laughs) It talks about JFK. Maybe it does talk about Clinton, too. No, I think it talked about Clinton. One of them, I think it's Clinton, the government was basically like, we ain't telling you shit. He was too busy with other things. (laughs) (laughs) He was too busy participating in the penny raids. I was going to say he had his alien out in the Oval Office, but I thought... What? You can't say that? Yeah, you can. It was really funny. Can you imagine getting a tour of the Oval Office and like, and this is the room, yeah, where Clinton got his blowjobs <laughs> I would be the one to say that. I'd be like, I know what happened here. Hey, you may not think we know about history, but at least I know the President's Song, which I learned in second... No. Yeah, Miss Myers. Miss Myers taught it to us, right? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Miss Myers. There's a state song too. I don't know. We're the state not song. as good about it. Yeah. What a Alabama, bummer! Wow. Alaska, Arizona, <laughs> Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Georgia, Florida, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana. Wow. I don't remember. <laughs> that was really good. I know, I was surprised too. <laughs> the only reason I made it through the present song most of the way is because I was following you. I know I know the present song by heart. So that is basically kind of what ended up happening. Um, the town, which I'll talk about here briefly, um, really got behind this and welcomes the Flatwood Monster and is not ashamed about it. However, a lot of other people are very well we'll get to it <laughs> a lot of people don't believe them what happened kathleen may and her children this guy named joe nickel um was a part of what something called the committee for skeptical inquiry so i think he does like UFO so stuff. like snopes but yeah old version yeah he's a, he's no fun oh well this came out in 2000 that's what I'm saying. That's what, what I'm saying. He know? Yeah. He did extensive research, and this is what his conclusion is, which is basically what the U.S. Air Force said back in 1952. How do you know the Air Force said that? Because it says the U.S. Air Force, because they said there was no aliens. Hmm. Which, this guy says there's no Agree aliens. Agree to disagree. <laughs> Why do we have Space Force now if there's no aliens? <laughs> You know what? A what? lot of people don't like Trump, but I bet you he'll be the one that says, here's your alien information. No, he'd tweet about it on accident. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're it's going to be huge. <laughs> There's going to be aliens. It's going to be huge. Oh, my God. So in 2000, Joe Nickel conducted his own research and then basically put out a statement of what he thought happened. What are so- his qualifications? Whitney, I don't know. I didn't look into him because I don't believe him, so I didn't think it was important. Okay. Okay. So, so he, unqualified. Continue. <laughs> he stated that the bright light in the sky that Edward and Fred and their friend Tommy saw. I can't remember if it's Tommy or Timmy. I think it was Tommy. He said that it was most likely a meteor. Okay. So... He said that when witnesses ran upon the quote-unquote aircraft UFO, it was actually an aircraft navigation slash hazard beacon, 
one of those towers that flashes red. Okay. Okay. Um, Nickel also claims that the creature that glided towards them was most likely a barn owl. And the witnesses might have been confused in their heightened state of anxiety. So here's some things that he uses to say that his theory that it was a barn owl is correct. How big is a barn owl? You've been around barn uh, owls. Not that big. Maybe not. Maybe. Is it bigger than a bread box? <laughs> you could fit them in a bread box. Then this is bullshit. Yeah, I don't even think exactly. you should continue. <laughs> and here, there just a few points, just a few points, and then we'll refute them. So, um, a meteor did cross over Maryland, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia that night. There's, there's evidence of that. Three flashing red aircraft beacons were visible from that particular area. Barn owls do come from West Virginia. <laughs> Unlike ferrets. <laughs> Unlike ferrets. So, they, he said that if an owl perched in a tree... The tree or the foliage around it could have created an illusion because they didn't have a lot of light. And the red flashing light could have been disorienting. Could have created the illusion of an intimidating body. He specifically says that he thinks it's an owl because of how they said the there were no arms or there were the small toy-like arms out in front. Yeah. He said that those feet. were the feet, the talons. And then he says that the nausea felt after the incident just could have been overexertion and hysteria. Now, I'm personally going to refute these. Can I go back just for a second? Yes. The aircraft beacon that you're talking about, you're yeah. talking about one in the sky or like the towers? I, I'm, I, I'm thinking it's a, supposed to be a tower. And that's my huge issue with this argument is that they would know. What, how would you not know? It'd be on the tower. And it'd be there all the time. Yeah. How would you not? How would you not know? And the one in the sky wouldn't be able to illuminate it that bright. No. Like the well, I'm thinking of like a plane with the red light. So it must uh, be the no. tower. Yeah, but my thing is too. Like they were so scared, they ran to their mom. They're gonna know what a red one on a plane, like a red flashing light on a plane. That's tiny. Or the tower because it's there all the time. Yeah. That's what I'm saying like yeah. that's not. There's no way. So that's why this is bullshit. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> You're going to look at me and you're going to tell me you're that I'm wrong? You're going to tell me that I'm wrong? So that, that's, those are the reasons that many people refute this story and say that it's fake. Essentially. I mean. Fake news. It could be like the fourth kind. It was an owl. Yeah. Yeah, but didn't. It was an owl that were was aliens an alien. real? Yeah, yeah. The owl was the alien. Right. And it had sex with them or something. What? No, it didn't. Did it? You point a are you pointing a dear John at me right now? I don't remember. The only thing I remember is they went no, to some psychologist. It would go into their dreams. That's right, but they hypnotized them, right? Mm-hmm. And the one guy like flipped out because his eyes are right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, so whether you believe it or not, I believe it was aliens. I believe the Flatwood monster is real. The town embraces the Flatwoods monster. Mm-hmm. So, if you go to Flatwoods, there is actually a sign that says, Welcome to Flatwoods. Welcome welcome to Flatwoods. And then underneath, Home of the Green Monster. That's not its name. Yeah, well, but they can't say, Welcome to Flatwoods, Home of the Flatwoods Monster. Home of our monster. <laughs> yeah, true. 
So the Braxton County Convention and Visitors Bureau also built five oversized chairs in the shape of the monster to serve as landmarks and visitor attractions. Now, listen, This is, we need to do this. So they're actually spread out over the town, which isn't that big. So it's not that, you know, it's not that big of a deal. But if you go to all five and you take pictures of all five or you take pictures of you with all five and then you go back to the Braxton County Convention and Visitors Bureau, they will give you free Flatwoods Monster stickers. We're going. Yes, we are going. Immediately. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> See us there. So there's also a museum dedicated to the monster, and the town actual ha- actually has an annual festival in September called Flatwoods Days that celebrates the monster with live music, food, and craft vendors. Now, I don't think it's strictly the monster. I think, like, it's just, like, their town celebration, but the Flatwoods Monster is, like, a big selling point of this. What did so, the wheeling person call him? Silly Billy? Bashful Billy. Bashful Billy. <laughs> but they were, they were making fun of people who saw it. So, that's basically in the story. I have I, some things to say. Well, hold on. Really quick. I just have, like pop culture stuff okay so there is a book called the braxton county monster the cover-up of the flatwoods monster revealed so this book claims that the u.s air force had documents claiming that they shot down an unidentified an unidentified flying object in the area that night and so this is basically just another thing pointing to that it was government cover-up and aliens are real mm-hmm. so in video games the flatwoods monster is actually in a lot it is in, in Fallout of it. It is in Fallout 76. It is in The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. It is in Space Harrier 2, uh, Amagon, Strikers 1945, Tomodachi Life, and others. Well, it's a cool, it's got a cool look to it. Yeah. I, I have seen what it actually looks like it, yeah. recently, which is why I knew the swamp thing wasn't real. Right. But. Well, the people did see, like, a reptilian one, so that could No, been I'm talking about, like, oh. uh, I'll show you what I, like, a tar monster, but swamp. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I had that in my head. But, no, the, the actual thing, I mean, you had a, a pin of it. Yeah, that I lost. I'm very sad about it. I need we'll to get, get a new one. one. It's fine. But, um. I didn't understand when you had gotten that because I was like, that's not what it looks like. Because yeah. I thought it was like this swamp bean. No, yeah, yeah. But they, it looks really cool. Yeah. So to base video game characters mm-hmm. off of it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and it's not just like a... I think a lot of video games like it because it's not just like an a, a normal alien that you see, but it's also not like... Like you were thinking, like it's not a swamp monster wood creature. Mm-hmm. It's like a robotic, futuristic-looking cryptid which is really different than any others Mm -hmm. um so yeah and there's two tv shows that i have written down mountain monsters and then history channels project blue book which we talked about previously Mm -hmm. um so definitely check those out if you guys want and hangar nine apparently hangar one hangar one no, Hangar 1 didn't talk about... Well, I haven't gone through all well, of it. Well, we don't know. But I'm saying it apparently, according to Dad... It talks about Project Blue Book for yeah. sure. Yeah, but it's supposed to be pretty good according to Dad. Yes. Um, A couple things that I want to say. Okay. Um, Meteorites themselves... Yeah. Smell like crap. Okay. It, it could be part of it. I'm yeah. just... I'm, I was... In my mind, I'm going to tell you what I was thinking, but what I came across in the meantime was like, 
Um, some meteorites have different smells depending on what kind they are. Yeah. This person said rotten peanut butter or a gnarly old sandwich, but others say like sulfur or metals. Okay. So kind of. Yeah. Um, the smell of burning rubber. Yeah. Can smell like a hot metal similar to what they were describing. Yeah. And that would explain the like oily, tarry substance maybe, but where would they have gotten rubber from up there to burn yeah like that the well here's my two questions for that one if it's on this guy's g bailey fisher's property and someone's burning tires Mm -hmm. then i feel like there'd be evidence of that no i agree with you there'd be scorching there'd be whatever but that's what i'm trying to like when meteorites land wouldn't there be evidence that a meteorite landed absolutely yeah i'm saying no no, i'm just saying like wouldn't there be evidence Mm -hmm. i don't yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. You can say it was a meteorite because of the smell, but there Where would the be meteorite. Yeah. You can say it was the burning rubber and tires have a similar smell, yeah. but... Where's and the, the other thing about that is the chemicals that are released yeah. uh, are like cyanide and carbon monoxide, and it could cause them to be very, very sick. Right, right, right. But again, where's the evidence of that happening? Yeah. There's nothing left behind to have caused that smell that everybody admitted was there. Yeah. Um, the, the other thing that I had looked at originally was there's a thing, and I don't know how common it would have been in the 1950s, but we learn about organophosphate poisoning, which okay. is basically pesticides that farmers use um if they're out there breathing it for too long they can get very sick yeah but you would immediately you'd be like nausea vomiting diarrhea you'd be like yeah just yeah and if that guy lived on the farm and worked on the farm right. though, he'd probably he have that before gotten, mm-hmm. which they might not have asked him that right but, but what i'm their symptoms don't fit that either so right. it's like how can you say mm-hmm. there's nothing that i can think of or that you've said that really explains. Yeah, that's the tricky part. Is all that of it, you, unless it's true. Right, exactly. That's that's the tricky part because like you, this is what they described, and yes, you can say it's other things, and it's you can't like prove that the alien was there because it left clearly, mm-hmm. but you can't really prove that it was any of these other things. Right, because they don't they don't quite fit. You can say, yeah. oh well, what about this? Let's take this route, but you can't. You can't prove everything. Right. Yeah. Right. It just doesn't make sense. But that's what I was, because I, that's what I was trying to think through. Okay, let's play devil's advocate. Let's see. But none of them. I don't want to. It's bullshit. Aliens are real. Flatwoods Monster was an alien. I'd make out with it. What? 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 Wait, Hmm? what did you say? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what did you say? That's my favorite line when I play Dungeons and Dragons and Emma and I are talking and then she's like, what? And I'm like, no, no, no. What did you say? (laughs) Our dungeon master hates us. <laughs> anyway, what'd you think? Um, I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. I learned that I knew nothing about the Flatwoods Monster mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. prior to this. Because because really, I, I don't think I ever listened to the backstory of it. Yeah. You know, I just assumed, oh, it's like Bigfoot. Somebody saw it in the woods. No. Or, you know, I knew, like, the Mothman story, which we're going to have to do an episode on eventually. Yeah. But it's so elaborate and wild mm-hmm. that you think, well, that's what people talk about when they talk about West Virginia cryptids. Right. But really, you know, we have so many others. Mm-hmm. And the Flatwoods monster really is, probably needs more credit. Yeah. But I think it's overshadowed. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I like West Virginia cryptids. We don't, I mean, we haven't looked at other states too. But like, yeah, an alien with a metallic robot suit and a moth, a giant moth giant moth 
That's it. That's what we got. As opposed to Agua, who's a... A two-headed turtle that lives in the river. That's what we came up with. But, like, how... What a big... See, the turtle thing seems like something we would do. Yeah. But then we got really creative. Or they're real. Yeah, but, like, the two-headed turtle, in my mind, like, isn't supposed to be, like, a giant one? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean... Turtles get really big. I mean... (laughs) Oh, no, I think she's real. Yeah. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind. Right. I mean, I think Mothman's... Okay. Mothman's a shadow person. Don't do it. I... No. Don't. Nope. 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 You not, don't want me to? Nope. Don't do it. Why? <laughs> Mary kill Mothman, the Flatwoods monster, or Ogwa. Is that how you say her name? It's O-U-G-A, so I'm not sure. Or O-G-U-A? Oega. Ogwa. Ogwa. Come on. I don't want to do it. Why? I don't... I feel like I don't want to kill any of them. Mm. I think I'd definitely um, sleep with Mothman. And I think I would marry Ogwa so that I could visit Interesting. her. Interesting. <laughs> no, but my problem is I don't. I was going to marry Mothman, so you threw me off, like, right at the bat. Well, here's the, bat. the thing. No, I don't think I could physically kill the Flatwood Monster. I don't think that there'd be any possible way for me to accomplish that. It's fair. But Ogwa probably has lived so long, had seen so many moons, that I don't think I can take her life oh, away from I, her. I thought you were going more, it's like, it's her time. She <laughs> has like, had a shit. good long life. Yeah. So then what do you say? I can't kill Mothman. But then again, I don't think Mothman could die. He's immortal? He's. I think he's already dead. I think he's a shadow <sighs> person. What? No. Well, I said this when we talked about shadow people that I thought that he was one. Because he oh, true. fits they have the, red eyes. It's like a black yeah. figure with like silhouette with red true, eyes. True, 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 That's true. why and and they just the whole the whole vibe. Yeah. I'm gonna you know what? You wanted to keep me up at night. Yeah. And now I'm gonna be up at night trying to figure out who to pick for FML. <laughs> FMK. FML. F- FML is how I feel right now. <laughs> So, do you think the Flatwoods monster will keep you up at night, or do you think you're still going to be able to sleep as snug as a bug in a rug? Did you listen to anything I just said? <laughs> yeah, but I mean just Flatwoods monster in general. Um, I try not to think about aliens because it makes me really anxious. Yeah. Um, because I don't see how they couldn't be real. Yeah. And it's only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. They're already here. They're already here, but it's only a matter of time before they really flex on us. I have something to tell you about <laughs> Have you ever, like, there's, I know that there's a disease where you, like, think that everyone around you has been replaced with, like, Holy other shit. people. Like, you know, imposter syndrome or whatever. Can you let me finish <laughs> what I'm saying, please? Sometimes I think, would I know if you had been replaced with a robot? Or an alien. We have to like, come what up. I know. Yeah, and if but we... But what if you already have been? Right, I was going to say, we could come up with that thing that's like, we... Like, if I say blueberry, you say snickelstein. <laughs> Pardon me? <laughs> if I say blueberry, you say snickelsnackle? Are you kidding me right well, now? We know it's real, but what if you're already an alien? So then if I meet the real you again, you wouldn't notice it. <laughs> they would never give me back. Are you kidding? 
Did you make that up? Just like yes, <laughs> off the dome piece. If you guys ever see us in public, if you say blueberry, I will say snickle snackle. Yeah, you won't. You're free by tomorrow. <laughs> but like, what we? What? What are you talking about? And you'll be like, she's an alien. <gasps> oh my god! No, but I've re- have you really ever had that thought though? Yeah. It's just like, what if this is the Truman Show and I'm the only one that's left? You've never seen the Truman Show. No. He lives his whole life with people with, videotaping him right right and he doesn't know yeah and then he one day he figures it out and realizes he's been filmed basically since yeah. he was born and it's not real and lived inside a dome yeah. and like everybody around him is actors and actresses yeah, even that's his kids wild. yeah it's insane you've been crying about oh my god it was so funny i i'm upset about how many times i've thought about that like, just not that I think that it's true, because there is an illness where you think that people around you have been replaced by, have just been replaced. Is it, re- is it a rare? Uh, fairly, yeah. yeah. I don't remember. That'd be scary. Yeah, because, I mean, because you, it's a, for, I mean, like, it's a paranoia. Right, right, right. Obviously. Yeah. But it just It goes needs, beyond, like, like, oh, the government's following me. It's like, everybody's the government agent. Yeah, but, or they've been, like you're an alien or you're a robot yeah. and like that's just they really are convinced of that and and my problem with it really is like how would you know you well like how would we be able to tell i mean if i say blueberry <laughs> i'll say snickle snackle <laughs> yeah i don't know snack. that is pretty freaky i'm upset that's what upsets me yeah yeah you could be the flatwoods monster i wish yay <laughs> i wish Dream would come true. They, they're pretty fly. Yeah. They look pretty cool. Pretty fly for a white guy. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> I knew it. I knew when I opened my mouth. Um, No, good story. I think that, yeah, this it's not that it's, like, scary, scary, but the idea of aliens really bothers me. Yeah. More than, like... they've got to be real. Oh. I, I believe wholeheartedly that they are. Yeah. But I try not to I think about it. I hope they're peaceful. If they're friendly, I'm fine. But the thing is, could they? are they really all going to be peaceful? No, because not all human beings are peaceful. We're all just in a glass ball on a cat's collar. <laughs> My God, now I really want to watch Men in Black. <laughs> now? That's what did it for you? <laughs> <laughs> and now you're back. From, from outer space. space. You just came in to see me here with that sad look upon your face. I should have changed that stupid lock. I should have made you leave your key. If I'd have known for just one second, you'd, you'd be, be back to bother me. me. So go now, go. Walk out the door. That's sufficient. We've sang way too much tonight. That's fine. That's fine. So, everybody, before we finish the episode today we are going to step on over to the bs corner are we in timeout what we might be depending on how the conversation goes <laughs> the bs corner also known as the bruce and sue corner we have special guests with us to give their own opinion on the one and only flatwoods monster say hello to the people out there Hello to the people out there. <laughs> people out there. Thank you so much. Now, you you are calling it the BS Corner, and it is a new segment on the show, mm-hmm. but I would say already very popular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I no, would say I, our, no. t- our top two fans yeah. 
are very, very fond of, of this, this new segment. Yeah. I like this. I like this segment. <laughs> so this is probably my best, my, the, 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 the best time that I enjoy. No, that's not true. I enjoy listening to all of this. Oh, you're so sweet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. I can't get through the week. have nothing else to live for but the podcast. I Understandable. I think a lot of our fans feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably going to be disappointed that we put out our episode a little bit late this week. Yeah. But hopefully the BS Corner will... Brighten their spirits. Get forgiveness. We're going to send this one home. Yes. Take it home. Exactly. So... What do you guys know about the Flatwoods Monster? Because you weren't on before, I can give a brief summary. But if you already know most of the story, then there's no point in everybody listening to me drone on again about it. And I didn't know a whole lot. When you so. thought it was a tar monster, that's not true. Swamp monster. Swamp monster. Who looked so. like a tar monster. <laughs> They will come. <laughs> if you build a giant Adirondack chair, they will come. Isn't that how the phrase goes? An updated version is you sit there, take a picture, and you get a sticker. So yes. That's my extent of knowledge. Now, it's only if you sit in all five chairs yes. and then take right. your pictures back to all the visitor five. center. Yes. 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 It's kind of like a treasure hunt. you got to find all, yeah. all five uh, chairs or whatever it is, depictions of the Flatwoods monster. Take a picture with said uh, chair beast. Yes, creature. Go back to the uh, visitor center and they will give you some type of reward. Yes, which we will do next time we stop there for not Dairy Queen. Not Dairy Queen. You know what? <laughs> I hear that there's a, there is a great Dairy Queen. We, we theorized that the Flatwoods Monster may have stolen the Dairy Queen, and that's why we can never find it. Or, if it's a government cover-up, cover such yeah. as Men in Black, when they erased the Flatwoods Monster from everyone's mind, yes. they also right. erased the Dairy Queen. The memory of the Dairy right. Queen. Yeah. That, and you know what? It's, it's probably there in plain sight, and it's hidden by some type of... <laughs> Mirage. Uh, some type of extraterrestrial. Um, um, it's a mind block. Magic. Yeah. Yeah. I would rather them have erased the memory from your dad's mind. So he's <laughs> trying to take it. Yes. Good point. Good point. I like that. So, Dad, what do yes. you know about the Flatwoods monster story? What do I know about the Flatwoods monster story? Yes. I know it is one of the monsters, the claim to fame. Um, in West Virginia, yes, mm-hmm. uh, the Flatwoods monster um, happened before the Mothman, I believe. I believe so. Yeah, I think it happened before the Mothman, which was kind of—I always thought it was afterwards, but it was before. And it was a strange beast that occurred uh, in the woods, uh, in the near the town of Flatwoods, and 
it didn't appear only appeared one time really but other people have come uh, come forward and said that they have also seen this monster yes that is but, absolutely uh, true yeah but I, I'm not quite sure about the um, the truth behind those but right. I know of, of, of the one the original case right well so since mom isn't super familiar I'll just give a brief brief summary of basically what happened so on September 12th there were three boys that were playing outside and they saw what they described as a glowing red ball fly over them in the sky and land in a neighboring farm so they went home to tell their mom the mom took the three boys to head over to that farm to tell the owner what they had seen on the way there, they had picked up two other local boys, plus a National Guardsman. They went to this man's house. They got the man. They all started to head over to where they thought the glowing red ball would have landed. Um, there was a dog that supposedly ran ahead of them and just came back whimpering. So they got, you know, they even wanted to know what it was even more. So as they crested the hill, they saw a pulsating red ball and the National Guardsman was sweeping his flashlight back and forth across the area and landed on a creature that they basically described as having a metallic green-gray body with glowing orange eyes and a red face with a big hood in the shape of an ace of spades around it, and it had little T-Rex arms kind of out in front of it, and it made a shrill hissing noise. It projected an oil-like substance onto them, flew towards them, and then turned around and went right back to the pulsating globe. They were scared to death, so they all ran away. They called the sheriff and some newspaper people. Other locals came out, and nobody really found any evidence um, of the happening. The U.S. Air Force apparently did an investigation and didn't find anything. Um supposedly some men that worked for the government came and took items of clothing and metal of from the scene of course and did interviews and of did the interviews people. of the people and then shortly after this incident project blue book launched which was a u.s air force investigation on uh unidentified flying objects so people go back and forth whether it's real or whether it's they, the witnesses just saw something and were scared, and so it was hysteria. Um, but yeah. yeah, there was a meteor that was seen flying over yes. that night. That's that is true, right? And there was also even sightings in Wheeling. Yes, later there were sightings in Wheeling. Um, a few days later, and then a few days after that, there were sightings in Ohio. Um, and one. A couple in Frametown, which is like 20 minutes from Flatwoods, claimed to have seen a similar being, but instead of the red face, it was actually like a reptile, reptilian, humanoid creature, uh, the top half, like the shoulders and head. So that is basically the story of the Flatwoods monster. So basically it's uh, those creatures that run the world. Yes. And this is when they originally started coming to the... Uh, or this when we originally started seeing them. Yes. But the okay. the main theory, the, the one guy's theory was, and the one that angered me the most, is that they 
um, had seen a tower. So, so basically, before we get into that, the witnesses thought it was an alien. Swear up and down it was an alien. Right. There is a theory that is the one that contests this that is the strongest, that they basically saw the meteor that Winnie talked about, mm-hmm. ran to investigate, saw a airplane navigation tower with the blinking red lights, sweeped an airplane their... airplane navigation tower. Yes. Like the ones that basically keep the planes from flying too low. That blink red lights. You know what I'm talking about. Supposedly. Yeah. And then they swept the flashlight across... Landed on an owl, a barn owl. The owl got disturbed. Uh, They just were scared and the owl was the head and then the tree that it was perched on made up the body. It flew towards them and then it flew away and they got scared and ran away. That is pretty much what all of these skeptics believe happened. That's their best go at it, which is... A horrible... Which we don't believe. Not in the slightest. So, our question... Yeah, I, I have my doubts on that one. Yes. Um, what, the, the year was in the 1950s, correct? 1950 yes. 1952. 1952. And we're talking about Flatwoods. Yes. Um, see, Flatwoods is the geographical center of West Virginia, basically. Yes, right. we mentioned that. Um, I used to travel back and forth when uh, we would go down to see my grandma down in Boone County mm-hmm. from the Morgantown area, and it's about halfway. Mm-hmm. And so my dad would pack everybody up in the car, and we'd drive down there, and we'd stop at the Dairy Queen there. Yes, not, there's no Dairy Queen. There was no Dairy Queen there. <laughs> there used to be a, uh, and there still is, there used to be a, there's a truck stop there. Yep. And at that time in the, in the 70s, it was basically the only restaurant that you could go to, so we always stopped at truck stop and eight and now it's filled up a little bit because it is a geographical center of, of west virginia for population and and uh land land wise yep. and so um you know they they put a conference center there there's a lot of restaurants there's an outlet but at that time in the 50s you know i never saw it in the 50s but i would imagine there wasn't much there no i mean the population at the most could only be 300. Um, I don't even think it was that. I'm pretty sure it In 2010, it was 277. So, the only reason it was really on the map from what I read was because a railroad ran through there, and it was like the middle of the railroad, so it just became a stop, because it was the halfway point, but other than that, there was really nothing there. Yeah, and then the 1950s, you know, I've heard of people um, talking about, you know, it was just a, they, they didn't understand what they were looking at. Right. They, 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 they come on. Yeah. Uh, and the kids didn't know what a bar now looked like in the 1950s. Yeah. That's all they did. They, it's not like they played games. Right. Uh, they were outside. Computers. Yeah. They were outside. They were exploring the woods. They were, they were in the woods. They were hunting. By, by the time they're 10, they've already probably, you know, had uh, many, Many bucks, many deer, many uh, many rabbits. They've been hunting all their lives. Yeah. They know what a barn owl looks like. Right. Well, that was our thing, too. And you have to think, yeah, they were younger, but there were seven of them. You would think that one of them would have been like, hey, guys, I'm not so sure about this. And I know people's fear feed off each other, but if I was with you three, 
and we all started panicking. I think one of us might be like, "That's an owl." Wait, that might be an owl. Yeah, I know. I know. I would be walking towards it, saying, "I wonder what that is." Mom Maybe and I would be cowering in the background. Out, she'd be videoing it. <laughs> Mom uh, would be running away. <laughs> Only with bears. <laughs> Mom, what do you think that it was? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you only got a brief history, but... Do you think it could have been an alien? Is that a possibility? I mean, it's a possibility. I don't know if that's my first thought. What's your first thought? I don't know, because I think of it... When I think of it, I think of it as, like, the Mothman. Right. And I guess I don't picture the Mothman in a category that I would say is an alien. Right. Mm. It's just a mm-hmm. creature. So I think in my mind, I just always thought it was more of like the Mothman, like a creature, like the Mothman. Like a creature that comes out of the woods. Yeah, like right, doesn't right. look like the Mothman, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it just... Out of, out of the flat woods. Out of the flat woods. not flat at all. Yeah. It's no not. Flat. Are there even flat any woods there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure people have gotten flats there. They've yeah, gotten flats yeah, too, true. but it's not flat no. geographically. Oh my goodness! Well, it's yeah, in Appalachia, I, so yeah. I, I've heard, I've, I've read some stories, and I've seen, you know, some videos about the Flatwoods monster, and I know that, you know, they said the kids saw a bright light in the sky, and it landed. Yes. On this person's property. Well. You know, landing and something flying by, I think kids would understand, hey, that something landed behind that hill. Right. Well, and, that's... And, and you were talking about West Virginia. It's not like you're looking, you know, you're, it's not like you're looking at a hillside that's right next to you. It's not like looking out your bedroom window and you see a hill right behind you. Right. That's not what that is. If, it, if it's going past a hill, that hill is probably half a mile away right and and it's high and steep Mm -hmm. so when they say um it landed that must mean that it was probably pretty close to them yes at that it's not like they were looking on the other side of the valley and oh let's just walk on the other side of the valley no they're not gonna do that especially mom right mom's not gonna do that no definitely not so it was probably close by when they say it landed it probably meant that you know, something slowly went down. Yeah. A couple points to that. There was a lady who said something went over her house as well, and she lived in the area, and it basically shook her entire house. Mm-hmm. And then it said that the distance that they had to travel to get there was only like a fourth of a mile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it really wasn't that far at all. And then to go into your point about it had to be really close and then mix it with the government cover-up theory. There were documents that supposedly came out saying that the Air Force had shot down an aircraft in the area that night and it would have landed close by. So whatever it was, like you were saying, it had to be very low flying. Mm -hmm. Right. And I don't... And, and, And maybe even going slower. Right, mm-hmm. right. And I don't think they would, if it's that close and that that slow, there's no way you're going to mix that up with a airplane or something like right. that. Right, right. I, I agree with that. And, and, when, then, 
And then I know that um, the mom that that got all the kids together. I don't know why she did this. Right. But she goes, okay, everybody, let's get all together and let's go on up there. But the mom is not, you know, what what was her occupation? I I, I think I saw somewhere that she was a school teacher. I'm Did not sure. I think she was a school teacher. So we have a school teacher mm-hmm. that's going to make something uh, up. Yeah, right. Yeah. Especially if her kids were that scared. Like, she yeah. wouldn't make that up just to scare them more. Yeah. And also, maybe, I just thought of this, maybe she was like, okay, kids, sure you saw, like, something in the sky. Let's go find out what it is. On, on the contrary, I was thinking she probably thought if something, if you saw a fire oh, yeah, that's their what we their field, thought too. get as many people as we can to go help this farmer put out the, the fire, fire in his field. Yeah. That's so, good point. Sure, yeah, sure. Maybe she's, maybe she's just thinking I'm going to be uh, a good neighbor. I want to see what's going on. And State Farm is there. <laughs> My kids are going to go regardless whether I tell them or not. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> she's like, I might as well chaperone. Yeah. Well, and we so also. Up there, and, and I believe she tells the same story that all the other kids do, yep. telling mm-hmm. the same yep. the same picture. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I heard there were differences about you know that everyone said basically what they saw in the face. Yes, the arms were the only different big difference that I saw. Arms and, and arms and below. Yes. Were some and and you know what when you see something crazy like that and you have a flashlight shining on face and it's dark out you're not really gonna know you're not gonna see all that right you're, right you're, it's like it's like those exercises where um, you have a group of 20 people and they're in a the room and somebody comes in and fakes like they you know they're they're doing something illegal they're 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 stealing something and they run out they're all gonna give basically a different um, a different description yeah. Some of them will say exactly what they say, like what the the hand that held the gun. I, I saw that. But you're going to have different descriptions because everyone's scared. Right. So two but notes that- to that, though. Um, Our friend Molly, for her bridal shower, she left the room. And one of the oh, tasks yeah. at the bridal shower was to write down what she had been wearing and whoever got it the closest won. Yeah. It was bad. I don't think anyone got everything. I think maybe I got everything did right, really? but one thing. I, yeah, did I won. It. I won that prize. <laughs> did it? Not to toot my own horn, but also when I worked at the bank, and they the the guy came in and we were robbed. I worked at a bank and the bank was robbed. <laughs> After he left, on your first on day. my on very first day, day yeah, my very first day of my very first job, we got robbed. Yes, but the first thing they did was. You know, you call the police, and then everybody is not allowed to talk to each other. Yeah. You have to write down what, what you, saw. you saw, what they looked like. Right. Because the more people talk to each other, the more they're like, you're right, that did have that mm-hmm. look about it. But it seems like these people ran and scattered. Yeah, I think so. Were scared and ran off, and I don't think they had time to talk to each other mm-hmm. enough to... Well, she... The mom immediately called the sheriff and a news reporter, and all of them, the news reporter was even interviewed, and he basically said, everybody, for the most part, told the same story. It wasn't exactly the same, but they didn't change their story, and, like, everybody is very sure of what they saw. So, I mean, why would they lie about that? Why, why, why would they? They're kids. They're, they're, they're people that are familiar with... 
um, the woods. Yeah. You're familiar. You're, you're you're hunting. You're fishing. That's what people in West Virginia do. Right. And it's the 1950s. They even did it. Even they they they, they did that pastime even more. Now. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they go out to the woods. It's dark. It was supposed to be a mist or fog mm-hmm. was in the area. Yep. So it's 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 hard to see, but when the flashlight shines on the face, everyone had basically the same look that they saw, the same uh, picture of the face in their mind that they saw. Yeah. So yeah. I just I I just want to take a moment to make sure that mom is at least on our side that it wasn't an owl. Good. Okay. Just making sure we the all. Silence was deafening. I'm like, oh no, she thinks it was an owl. I mean, we we there's no physical evidence, right? Really. Well, there's well, we said not... though, there's no physical evidence that there's an alien. But Winnie and I also said there's also no physical evidence that we know of that it was a meteor or a a plane crash. You know what I mean? There was no damage to the field that would say that. So you can't say that, oh, a meteor landed because you would have had, you would have had something. Yeah. To prove that, at Mm -hmm. least. Well, if it hit the ground. Right. Most meteors don't hit the ground. They break up right before they hit the ground. Yeah. But it probably. But no one said that there was an explosion. Right. Right. And the kids, if they said they saw it land, it had to have been big enough falling out of the sky. Yeah that there would have been some remnants of it. Right. 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 I don't know. It's a crazy story. All I know is... If they're saying it's that big, how are people saying it's an owl? Exactly. Exactly, Mom. And the creature is supposed to, like, 10 feet tall. So, but... uh, Yeah. the, the, The police, some of the local police, basically laughed the story off because they were like, oh, you told us 10 feet, and now you're saying 15. Or it can't yeah, but be that's no- also people panicking. They look up, and you have different vantage points. Also. Right. The kids don't know what 10 feet is. Yeah, a kid that's three feet tall yeah. is obviously going to think it's taller than the mom. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're basing it on, okay, six feet tall, because I can compare that to, how, to what my dad looks like. But yeah. who can compare what 10 versus 15 whatever feet is, especially if you're a kid? Right. Yeah, you're, mm-hmm. out the, you're out in the woods, and remember, it's not flat. So you have one person, you know, that's uh, on even ground with whatever they see. Mm-hmm. And they're looking up and they're like, oh, my gosh, that's about seven feet tall. It's, right. it's just a little bit taller than me because I'm about five, ten, six feet. The next person is behind that guy by about five feet. Right. But he's about three feet down, down in elevation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So now he's looking up at a creature and then he says, oh, that creature's about eight, nine feet tall. Right, right. His, his perception's a little bit different. Yeah. And then you have another person off to the left, down a little bit further, and, you know, they see the creature's face, but now the creature's 12 feet tall. So it, it's a perception in the dark. It's it's tough to, to figure out how tall something is based upon that you're on a hillside. Right. And some of these kids were like 10. Yeah. So I think the, the best eyewitness there was the teacher. Yeah. You know, take into account the teacher's perspective of it and what the teacher thought. Right. And even that, um, I think that National Guardsman was one that was only about 18. Yeah, he was like 17, right. So even him, I mean, he's young. Yeah, he's like, hey, come with me, 
Johnny. Yeah. Uh, so we can see what's going on. He grabs his flashlight and they go on. And then he's like, so, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you, you take into their account, but you can't discount the kids mm-hmm. because they're also going to tell you what they saw. Right. Yeah. And they're going to be they're going to be honest about it until they get all together. And, right. You know, they, and they, they also, and, and the kids it. also, yes, they were young, but they were like, some of them were like 14, 13. Yeah. So it's not like you're taking a gaggle of six-year-olds out there. Like, right. Is that it, what a group of six-year-olds is called? That's a what I'm calling them. <laughs> that's what I'm calling them. Yes, they are. A gaggle. Okay. But yeah. So I think we've all agree on two things. One, it's not an owl. Two, we need to go to Flatwoods and take pictures with all those chairs. Three, yeah. the yeah. government was involved. The government may well, or may not have been involved. <laughs> well, the, the government, once the government got involved, what they, they sent... Um, a couple of guys, and they posed as, um, I think, journalists, reporters. Yeah, they interviewed everybody, yeah. And so they interviewed people, and then they're going to tell the story that they're supposed to tell based upon what they were told yep. to tell, not according to the people that saw it, yep. mm-hmm. but according to what the government's storyline should be. Yep, yeah. exactly. And after they came, the newspapers kind of switched their story around and started making fun of the pe- of the eyewitnesses. Yeah. And the government probably runs the newspapers to some extent. I mean, well, we, the queen that, is a lizard person. A, yeah, we know the, the newspapers are, are biased anyway. If the so queen of... Their story. If the queen of England is a lizard person and she yeah. runs the world, then the newspapers are run by the world and the, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, this, the Flatwoods, deep underground cavern. Right. So the Flatwoods monster is probably her cousin that just had <laughs> airplane trouble. And the private jet broke down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> That's but, what I'm uh, hearing. You know, when you, when you talk about other stories that hit the news, um, you mentioned, Whitney, I think you mentioned that there were stories about the Flatwood Monster or other sightings mm-hmm. of a similar entity. Yes. Like the next day or a day or two afterwards. Yes. Which which meets, which leads me to think, well, that's unusual because in the 1950s, it's not like you, it's not like today you have a, a computer in your hand and you're looking at Facebook Live. Right. You have to get someone to write the story in Flatwoods, the local newspaper. Mm-hmm. And then that story goes on the wires, which would be like a, it could be like a telegraph or something like that. And it has to get picked up. And then by, etched into it, stone. It <laughs> and so it has to get picked up by another news, news source. Yeah. And so then it's decided upon, oh, let's put this out. This one's a fun piece. That's days later. Right. Well, many days later. Yeah. Um, so is it, did they see something? Yes. Do I, was it an owl? I don't think so. No. I think I go with the original people that saw. I, I go with their eyewitness account. Yes. And what they saw. That those it was an that, alien. That, yeah, those people that said, no, they a saw creature. a barn owl. They're taking... A, piece, a, a person's life at that time um, and, and they're disregarding right. who culturally they are. Right. Yeah. How dare they? Yeah. I saw a quote and I told Whitney that one of the newspapers called them, quote, ignorant country folk. And yeah. I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. 
I think an ignorant country folk would know what a barn owl is. Right, exactly. They've seen that, a bird before. A barn Come on. Owl would bite them on their butt. They wouldn't know what it is. <laughs> if if there's one thing that country folk know, it's what a what a barn owl looks like. A barn owl looks like. Yeah. Well, yeah. they know how to survive. Yeah. So they so country folks really? can survive. Yes, thank you, Dad. <laughs> thank you for that. I sneaking it in there. <laughs> I can't say anything better than that. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been a hot take from BS Corner. A hot take from the it, BS Corner. And it's hot, hot, hot in the BS Corner. <laughs> is that because you're sitting next to mom? Yes. Yes. Good. All right. Well, thank you guys. Any last hey, you're welcome. final Thanks. comments or questions? No, I, I, mm-hmm. I'm good. There's a lot of there's a lot of questions that that surround this mystery. But we can't but answer them. <laughs> I, I, I have to go with what do they see? I, I, yep. I, I will believe the eyewitness account of multiple people over some schmuck. Yep. Making fun of uh, the good folk in uh, Flatwoods. Yep. I'm on your side. And before we before we let you go, mom. Will this yes. story keep you up at night, or do you think you'll still be able to sleep as snug as a bug in a rug? The only way it would keep me up is because I keep questioning why we haven't searched this out and driven the extra not even five minutes into the town to yes. check it out. I agree. Uh, well, I, I, can agree. A- I can answer that. We're always too mad that there's no, no Dairy, Dairy Queen. Queen. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. Oh, okay. Yep, there's a yogurt stand, but it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. Yogurt stands don't have chicken strip baskets with gravy and toast. And a waffle, <laughs> a waffle hut or something. A waffle. There's no waffle house there. There's a waffle hut. There's no such thing as waffle hut. I'm telling you, there's a place of waffles. <laughs> There's the place of waffles. T P O F. Instead of IHOP, it's waffles. You've eaten there. You and I have eaten there. It's a waffle house. Me? Yes. It sounds very familiar. I'm not gonna lie. I don't believe anything Dad says about Flatwoods ever. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Before this goes any further, we're gonna go ahead and sign off. You can get a good, hot, fresh pot of boiling water. <laughs> Waffle houses. We can't. That's a story for another day. Yeah, we can't. Yes, it is. Take us out with the music, Caitlin. All right, okay. everybody say goodbye to the good people. Goodbye, goodbye good, good people. people. <laughs> Anyway, if you guys want to learn more about the Flatwoods Monster, go to our website, bugandarug.podbean.com. I will post all of the resources that I used there. If you want to see pictures of the Flatwoods Monster so you know that it is not a tar monster, as Whitney suspects, you can go to our Twitter or Instagram that are at BIAR Podcast, or you can go to our Facebook. If you just search Bug and a Rug, it'll pop up. Also, let us know who you would marry and kill email us mom and dad are gonna be so upset b-i-r-podcast at gmail.com they're not gonna be happy i'll bleep it out i won't i will i won't (laughs) i've bleeped stuff out before
Uh, yeah, we hope to hear from you guys. Give yes. us your ideas. Happy West Virginia Day. Happy belated West Virginia Day. Happy belated upload day. Yeah, we're late. I was tired. We've had a lot going on. We have a lot going on. And we feel like you'll understand. I hope. I hope. <laughs> All right, guys. Signing off. I'm Caitlin. I'm Whitney. Bye. 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 Sleep tight.